2: sacks and michelle smallman it's carriker and smallman here on 101 espn and let's head right now to the brown and and celebrity line and talk to our friend mike claiborne cardinals radio broadcaster and of course you can find all of his great work on twitter at claibs online and be sure to check out ClavesOnline.com. Claves, how are you doing this morning
3: I'm good. I'm good. Uh, The decompression period is over, and I'm ready to move on with life.
2: Okay, good. Well, I'm glad you're ready to move on. Well, um, Mark and I this morning have been talking about Derek Gould's report that the Cardinals are reportedly targeting an extension with Mike Schilt and the entire Cardinals coaching staff. What do you make of that move? How important do you think that Mike Schilt was to the Cardinals' success this season?
3: I thought he was one of the major reasons why they found postseason. He kept that thing together when they were short. Uh, Had some guys here that probably weren't ready to play in the major leagues, and um, he had a little bit of a short bench. I thought his composure was the reason why they found themselves, or one of the reasons, you know, still the players that do the job. But uh, he was one of the reasons why they found themselves in postseason, although it was short.
1: Claves, I'm curious to you, you talk to so many of these players, coaches, etc., cetera, and you're actually around the team. When, when that streak was going on, kind of what, what was just the, the feeling you know, within the team that maybe some of us from the outside aren't picking up on that, that you think was integral to the team just kind of gelling, coming together for that incredible stretch, and really giving a great team, the Dodgers, a scare in the playoffs?
3: You know, I don't think they, they varied much from their regular course of action. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everybody showed up with the same approach. Um, you know, there was no – I didn't think you had as much cheerleading mm-hmm. until they started to make comebacks. Everybody was still doing their work before games. And it was just a real simple composure. And, and you know, one of the guys who probably gets credit for that – is Paul Goldschmidt, who was part of a 14-game winning streak when he was in Arizona. Mm -hmm. And you've been around, Paul. He's a pretty laid-back guy. Doesn't say a lot, uh, but he's very vocal in the clubhouse with regard to just making sure guys accentuate the fundamentals. And and I thought that the the key for the whole streak was the fact that, A, they were fundamentally sound in just about everybody they played. Mm -hmm. The defense really – was the difference maker. You know, you think about some of those uh, sensational double plays that they turned and, you know, they threw strikes mm-hmm. and they had some guys who started to swing, you know, the, 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 order got longer, the batting order got longer where more guys were able to contribute. They got a little bit more off the bench than they did at the beginning of the year. So it was a combination of things, but I thought just the steadiness and the composure that they maintained uh, and not started to read the headlines. Mm-hmm.
2: Mike Claiborne joining us here on Kerrigan Smallman on 101 ESPN. And Claybs, we were looking at some of the Cardinals' free agents earlier in the show, and we were talking about Jay Hap, KK, and John Lester kind of in the same category there. Do any of those guys intrigue you as far as making a return with the Cardinals next season?
3: I think Hap would be the one. I think when you look at Lester, I mean, what's, what's left for him to prove? I mean, he's won 200 games in his career, he's won three World Series. You know, maybe it's time for him to just do something else. I mean, you know, a lot of these guys want to spend time with their families. I think KK is a guy that was a serviceable pitcher, but I don't think he was ever the starter we thought he could be. Uh, Is he a guy, a long guy of the bullpen? Perhaps, but I think you've got some other options in the bullpen that you might want to go with. So I would think of the three, hat would probably be the one guy that maybe you invite to spring training. And just see what he has, I think, from his veteran experience that that's got to help, and there's some guys and i'm I'm thinking of a guy about a guy like Libertor that it wouldn't be a bad idea for a guy as big as happy is to be able to relate to a guy like Libertor, who's a pretty long, lanky guy himself, and just understand the the challenges of a left hander for that size and and what 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 the approach
1: could be. I'm curious, uh, Claves, to hear your, your just overall view on, you know, what direction you think, you know, the front office, you know, maybe should take or could take to take that next step for this team. I mean, we saw, you know, the offense spring to light late, but generally pretty disappointing on the offensive side yeah. until that that spark happened. You know, the pitching, trouble throwing strikes, and then got that stabilized. Where do you think they'll put their efforts in terms of fortifying this team, maybe making it, you know, a little bit, better rounded going forward?
3: Well, I think... Uh, the two guys, first of all, you got to have a left-handed bat in the order. I agree. I mean, they, they were very fortunate. And, and there are two guys that you look at and you think about, uh, you know, a guy like Kyle Seager is a good player. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, i tell you guys that we saw a lot of in a Cub uniform, Kyle Schwarber, mm-hmm. could mm-hmm. check a lot of boxes for yeah. you, too. He can play multiple positions. I mean, he was a better left fielder than they gave him credit for. Mm-hmm. Not to say he's going to play left field every day, but if the DH is going to be here to stay, yeah. there's a guy you plug in and that situation you still need another veteran pitcher and I'm not talking about a guy who's on the scrap heap I'm talking about a legitimate guy that can come in and really challenge and push you know you know you're going to have a good rotation as it is you know I think we saw that Dakota Hudson did some good things at the end you expect Flaherty to be better he's going to be healthy you got Wayne Wright Miles Michaelis I thought pitched really well the last couple of outings but I still think you need another legitimate arm um, because I think we took the chance on thinking that the Oviedo's of the world were going to be able to shore us up, and he, and he wasn't able to do it. Mm-hmm. Alex Reyes is a guy that's a question mark, so you want to make sure you have too much pitching compared to too little.
2: Clebs, I want to stick there with Alex Reyes, because he is a question mark, and I think... Earlier this year, we all talked about Alex Reyes like it was a foregone conclusion that he would be in the rotation coming up next season. If you're in the Cardinals' front office or if you're part of the coaching staff, is that still a route you want to take with Alex Reyes?
3: Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, he's. A, <clears throat> I think he's got to do a couple of things. I, I thought his mechanics let him down. Um, I, I thought he was finishing differently too many times. And, you know, pitchers have to have that consistency. And I think he's got to trust his other stuff as well as, as far as being able to stretch it out over the course of a game instead of an inning. You know, control has always been a challenge for him, whether he was in the minors or in the big leagues, whether he was a starter or a reliever. Uh, that's something he's got to bear down on. And I think if you stretch him out over time, um, he might be a more an effective pitcher than maybe being that one-inning closer type. But the question then also comes into play, who is going to be your closer. And I know Giovanni Gallegos did a really nice job, but I think we're at a point now, Mark and Michelle, that you better have two legitimate closers in your bullpen. The way pitchers are being used today, uh, it's something that I think you really have to consider. And I think if you look at the, the teams that are in the playoffs, you know, I think of the White Sox, especially, you know, they got a couple of guys that can close for just about anybody. And when you look at the Dodgers, they have guys that are able to do that. The Giants have people that are able to do that. And the Braves do, too. So I think it's one of those situations where you need a veteran, a guy who understands that role and, and certainly takes the heat off of one guy every every other day. Uh, and, you know, maybe that guy's in the organization. I just don't think so. I think I'd look around just to see who was out there. It doesn't have to be a long-term deal, but somebody who might need to change the scenery who can come in and, and give you some support in the back end.
1: I feel like we'd, we'd be remiss, Claves, if we didn't ask you about that final weekend and Mike Shannon and, and that emotional speech he gave. Because for all of us, you know, who grew up here and have been here a long time, there's an emotional attachment to him. But for you, you know, it's a personal friend and someone you've worked with so much. Did you, you know, what, what was your sort of uh, feeling, you know, in those, those couple of days?
3: Uh, it was a great question um, because as things started to wind down, I started to realize that, you know, this is a person who I've been around since 1982 mm. in one way or another. He's been a great friend, a great mentor. We've had great times. Mm. And to see it start to wind down, we, you know, it, it kind of got me. Uh, <laughs> I don't think i, I, I speed line if it didn't Mm -hmm. and because you know i've seen him in his best i've seen him when he's had he's had struggles with health and Mm -hmm. you know the whole time he's always been you know as good of a teammate as you could ever have and i think i can speak for john and ricky and and, and jim jackson he's always been there for us you know no matter whether it's a family issue or something that was going on internally and and that's what i'm gonna miss Mm -hmm. now you know we were talking as a matter of fact i saw him Sunday. And you know he's trying to figure out what he's going to do next. I know he'll travel a little bit, and I'm sure there'll be a horse race he'll attend from now and then. And he's got a brand new fishing rod that I gave him, so I know he'll do that. And he's got a golf cart, so he'll get around. But yeah, it was uh, it was it was emotional because uh, you know this is the only guy we knew, and every day we showed up to the ballpark, we knew two things were going to laugh. What what going to happen? A we were going to laugh. And two, we were going to leave there knowing that we had a good time. And, oh, by the way, there may have been a baseball game that took place in between. <laughs>
1: that is beautiful.
2: It is. It is. Mike Claiborne with us here on 101 ESPN. Follow him on Twitter at Claibs Online and visit the website with the same name, Claibsonline.com. What do you have going on there right now, Claibs?
3: Well, NHL is here, and uh, we're going to still do baseball. Rammer and, and Keith Costas will still be talking some baseball. Joe Roderick and I will be doing some baseball as well. But with the uh, And Howard Richards, Huddle Up With Howard. Uh, we may have a very special guest on Thursday. I know we've been working on a couple of people, and I know people will recognize the name, but I'm going to talk with him later today. So I would tune, I suggest everybody check us out on Thursday with Huddle Up With Howard. But um, we're going to talk a lot of hockey. Um Kevin Weeks is going to join us, I believe, tomorrow. And also, uh, you guys know Jeremy Rutherford. He's mm-hmm. going to give us some insight on what's going on. So uh, between hockey, baseball, and, and some football, and the NBA is just around the corner. We're going to fire that up here fairly soon as well. So there's always something going on.
2: Yes, there is. Be sure, again, to go to the website, clavesonline.com. Follow him on Twitter. Same name, Claves Online. Mike Claiborne, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. We'll talk to you later.
0: Looking forward to it. You guys have a great week. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at bidonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at bidonline as well. And don't forget, Online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Online where the game starts.
3: Want more ways to show your good side to the world?